Welcome everyone back to another edition of Four Guys in a Comic. This is Michael, and I have with me, of course, the other Michael. Hey, Mike, how you doing today? What's going on? Hey, and I got Matt, and I got Alex. Gentlemen. Yes, howdy, yeah, howdy. I'm here. <laughs> yes. In the flesh. In the flesh, so to speak, yeah. Cyber, cyber. Cyber flesh. flesh. Let's not go there. Let's <laughs> that go sounds there. kinky, man. Uh... <laughs> cyber flesh. <laughs> sounds like something you hear, hear a cyborg talking about. Uh, anyways, but anyways. Uh... Oh, so uh, seeing the cyborg in DC, you now we've been talking about uh, reading some Wonder Woman some from Rebirth. So uh, I know that you guys have been reading it, Mike and Matt. How about you, yes. Alex? Have you got a chance to uh, dive into any of it recently? No, I did read uh, the, the line that you suggested. Um, I think it was uh-huh. 31, 32, or was, I don't know which one you started at, and then 37, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I said at least 31 and issue 37, anything in between that would be cool. Awesome. Because those are the two key ones, yeah. But uh, before we really get into some of that, I just got to ask, though. I mean, I'm sure, Mike, you probably know this answer right off the top of your head. Because all I read in Rebirth is Wonder Woman. So the other Rebirth stuff, I'm kind of clueless with. So what happened with Darkseid? What, what is that story from? I'm taking this coming from Justice League. So Darkseid, that was from, um, I guess it was before Rebirth during... Uh, the Dark Side War. Okay, was that like 52's type of thing? Yeah, it was near the tail end of Jeff Johns' uh, Justice League run. And um, yeah, he was, I-, I guess, devolved into a baby. Now, did you read any of that stuff, Matt? Oh, yeah, for sure. So how did that go come about? Because that obviously plays an important role in what we're going to be talking about tonight with Wonder Woman. So, w- yeah, what is that backstory with for us? I don't know, Mike, do you remember? See, yeah, I don't exactly remember, but... Um... I think it had something to do with, because uh, at that time, Batman was like the, the god of truth or something. He was basically in Metron's chair. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, uh, I don't remember, he he had some part in it, of course. But um, yeah, I don't remember the details much. I think Baby Darkseid also showed up in Dark Knights as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. There's too much stuff being read, man. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going there's on. There's not enough. There's not enough space in my uh, in my brain for all these comics. <laughs> Yet I just keep I know, feeding I it more. Yeah, I just keep I feeding it more. Keep track. I, I have know. To, like, flip through stuff and then like like skim it and then I'll be like, oh yeah, now I remember. But like unless I yeah. see it, I I can't. It doesn't yeah. click. Yeah. Yeah. Let's br- let's bring back like editor's notes with a little more detail in them. Just be like, this it happened would... when someone did this to him. Instead of like, like saying, go pick up this issue. Yeah, because I kind of like, especially like in Marvel back in the day, you know, have the little note in the bottom. See back in FF number 67, smiling Stan Lee or whatever it might say on there. Yeah. But uh, or sometimes they'd even go a little more in depth and be like, yeah, in in the annual number two, he fought thing. Remember something like that? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So obviously in. Oh, wait, hang on. I can tell you right here. I oh, just had to cool. look it up just just so people know I, I looked it up. I'm just going to read. What with this paragraph here? So it says in Justice League number fifty, at the end of the new fifty-two, Darkseid comes into conflict with the Anti-Monitor. Darkseid's daughter Grail leads the Anti-Monitor, who is revealed to be a scientist named Mobius, to Darkseid for the former to kill the latter. Mobius believes that the death of Darkseid uh, will be free from being the Anti-Monitor. Will free him from being the Anti-Monitor. So after an intense battle, the Anti-Monitor fuses the Black Racer with Flash and sends it after Darkseid. Using the fused flash in his own powers, he kills Darkseid. With Darkseid now dead, the universe is unbalanced as it's lost as God of Evil. Later, Lex Luthor would be merged with the Omega Sanction, becoming the new ruler of Apocalypse. 
Um, and then later on, so after they kill the anti-monitor using the anti-life equation, Grail resurrects Darkseid through the newborn child to Superwoman. Okay. So Superwoman so that... is the mom. And this is Superwoman, um, I believe she was from Earth, I think it was 2 in the New 52, which had like the Society of Super, uh, the Crime Syndicate, Crime Syndicate, that's the one. Yeah, it's okay. not the, yeah, it's not the... It's not the yeah. superwoman that you're thinking of. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an alternate reality one. Yeah, it's like the gotcha. you know that reality where uh, there's like Ultraman and Owlman and stuff like that. She was the, you know, she's the the alternate Wonder Woman as it were, but she's Superwoman. Okay, well that answers that because as we see here in, in this new story arc of Wonder Woman, we have Baby Darkseid in there and who basically, you know, spoiler wants to feed off of new gods. To help him get back into his former state, old and he likes to chew on a and he likes to chew on a crib. Yeah, yes, yeah. he likes to chew on a crib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right. So to continue on, all right. So my biggest gripe to start off the evening is with the terminology that's been using with old gods and new gods. That being said, what do you guys interpret as a new god and an old god? Well, I know it's the Kirby world, so therefore, um, the new gods is. Uh, you know, like Orion and um, everyone on a on a on Apocalypse, Apocalypse, um, and uh, all the Fourth World stuff, really. Yeah, all the Fourth World mm-hmm. stuff. So it's it's a Kirby throwback. So I don't necessarily mm-hmm. take offense to the wrong mythology. Yeah, because that's what they're doing. They're kind of screwed up Greek mythology uh, quite a bit throughout this in here, particularly when it comes to gods, because. As you probably know or may not know that a child of Zeus would be considered a demigod, not a new god or an old god. And technically, uh, Zeus and all them, they would be old gods, not really new gods. So that's just something, the first little thing that I kind of picked up and that kind of turk got got to me every issue that I was reading throughout this is they're demigods, Mm -hmm. damn it, they're not new gods. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, so, but anyways, uh, Alex, you've been kind of quiet. So what did you think of the first issue so far? The first issue was fun. I mean, I thought it was weird seeing little kid Darkseid not knowing what was going on, really. <laughs> um, he looked pretty puny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've never heard of his uh, daughter, Grail, or whatever. But She's a new character. Is she? Okay, because she reminds me a lot of Gamora whenever she first popped up. Mm-hmm. So, so she's got the like half half her hair being the buzz cut mm-hmm. kind of deal going. Yeah, yeah, but it's still got that vibe to me. But overall, yeah. it was a pretty cool yeah. issue. Um, I did not expect uh, Hercules to pop out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was really cool. You know, I really had no idea who that was at first. Did any of you guys think Hercules looked like Henry Henry uh, Cavill? Cavill, kind of a little bit, yes, <laughs> just a little <laughs> yeah, that's bit. Exactly. Uh, but actually, you know, speaking of, you know, there's a, quite a few new characters that we really were introduced to. Uh, of course, one being uh, Jason, which is uh, Wonder Woman's uh, brother. And Z- Zeus is another one. You, you just don't see Zeus. Yeah. You know, and here we get quite a bit of him in here. And of course, mm-hmm. there is, I'm trying to remember the gentleman's name, who was one of the original uh, Argonauts um, that helped raise Jason. Jason. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So we got a, that was uh, uh, I, I do like I did like that. You know they added uh, James Robinson. 
you know created jason and Mm -hmm. um that hercules stuff was great especially the artwork during that fight with grail yeah fantastic you know okay jason okay so hercules got killed okay fine you know i can live with that here's my other next gripe is supposedly zeus is dead you cannot kill you cannot kill zeus well, he did it. Look, you can't I nah. Yeah, um, you're, it sounds like you're taking this personally. It sounds like you know a Zeus or you know the Zeus, and you're like, they're they're messing with him in this comic book, yeah. man. He's my friend. And I'm telling I'm not cool you. With this. <laughs> no, and I'm not because you know he, he, he's a god. You cannot you cannot kill him now. You can kill his mortal body that he had, and he could have been either sent to either a um the underworld or even further down into Tardis. If anything, I think he's probably one of those two places. So possibly, yes. The arc's not over, so you never know what could happen. Yeah. So yeah, we. So he's always. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see him come back and kick some butt. I, I really mm-hmm. do. He's gonna bring uh, his uh, his brothers with him, Poseidon and Hades. <laughs> yeah. This was. Um. I don't remember all the gods they listed here, but I don't think there were any that got killed here that were in Brian Azzarello's run because in his mm-hmm. run he like made pretty clear who's who looks which way like war was like this old dude with the, mm-hmm. i mean aries was this old dude with a beard so i don't i don't know if there were any of those gods here because um no that would that would really mess my head up I mean, they only really mentioned a couple but for the most part it was just uh zeus within all of it they talked about yeah. Hera a little bit but uh that was about all uh we did see uh let's see what else did we see so let's kind of going back a little bit you know, we had Jason sent away to be raised by the Argonaut, who was immortal. Now, here's the other thing. You know, Wonder Woman's mama sends out a message to him to go pick, pick up Jason through the word of a, uh, was it a hummingbird, okay, mm-hmm. that whispered in his ear. But throughout the last, I don't know, year or so in this series, there's been the thing about how no messages can really get out of uh, Themyscira. And how was this possible? Because this is contradicting everything they've been talking about for the last year. Have you caught? Did you catch on to that at all? It's no, I mean that's that's a fair point too. Yeah, <laughs> I just assumed it was like, you know, she can, she runs the joint, so <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. But yeah, it's kind of weird. That's um, you're picking up on all these inconsistencies, man. It's uh. It's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think about that too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things because you know they've been talking about it. And I've been waiting actually throughout this uh, run for some more stuff to come back on that. So it's always been in the back of my head. And when I see these panels of this hummingbird out being sent out to talk, it's like, wait a minute, let's back up the train for a second here. This is, something's not going on right here. Yeah, you know what um, really takes me for a loop. <clears throat> uh, I guess I'm just not used to it. It's very bizarre to me. Whenever Steve Trevor is like talking to her, he's like, good job, Angel. You did it, Angel. So proud of you, baby. I'm just like, guys, what's good? this is Wonder Woman. Like, I'm pretty sure she'd be like, let's relax with the weird names, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> he's just this cheerleader on the sideline. Like, yeah, keep going, girl. That's exactly girl what he is, too. It's just kind of like, okay, you know, he's just a sidekick. And yeah. we're reminded of that every step of the way. Oh, so anyways. So Red Skull. Yeah. Or, so Michael, um, from this first issue, was there anything that you really enjoyed about it? Or, I mean... 
What would you like most about this that turned you on so much to uh, try and suggest it to us? Uh, the Greek mythology portion of it, and plus bringing Darkseid back. And, and for all the DC books that are out there, to bring him back in Wonder Woman, um, especially through this method going through uh, the, the Greek mythology, I thought was pretty clever. Yeah. A very strange book to bring him back in. Yeah, it is. Like, it is. Are people reading this thing? Because uh, Darkseid's <laughs> coming back in it, man. It's kind of a big, important book. Because it also seems to me that Wonder Woman is not probably the most read title out of the DCs. I could be mistaken. But, yeah, I mean, it was just a shock to me to see that uh, be happening through the Wonder Woman series. So, yeah. let me let me flip this back to you, Alex. What did you like about the first issue so far of that? Dark side. Dark side. <laughs> I mean, yeah, really, that's, that's the one thing that's hooked me onto this mm -hmm. at all. Like, when I was going into it, I didn't know it was a dark side story when you told me to read it. Mm -hmm. and uh you know i love thanos dark side's still cool too um but like i said little kid dark side i mean later on i guess whenever we start talking about like the later issues of this arc or whatever there's a big difference but mm -hmm. um really this first issue it, i was just more so curious to be like okay what's he gonna do next you know he's a little kid how's he gonna fix this yeah, yeah. well let's go ahead and jump into that later issue let's go to the end of the arc and Matt, so what do you think? What do you have? What do you think about the whole arc so far? Um, I really enjoyed it. This was an arc that Mike told me to read a couple months back. He's like, "Holy crap, this is really amazing! You need to go back and read this." I just got caught up, and I said, "All right, cool, I'll trust you." Because I kind of fell off of Wonder Woman for a little while, mm -hmm. um, and I went back and I read it, <clears throat> and it was absolutely amazing. There's a lot of it was an emotional roller coaster throughout. Um, I will say that it was, it was a very emotional ride because you got. Wonder Woman meeting her long-lost brother, and they're like, oh, my God, brother, sister, oh. And then it turns out that Jason's a dick, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, what? I mean, spoilers, but he's a, he's a dick. And you weren't uh, expecting that. You're, you're expecting this nice all. family reunion, and Correct. all of a sudden it's like, oh, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. yeah, and then you got, you know, Darkseid growing up and becoming a teenager, and he's a ruthless bastard throughout. I mean, even his daughter's like, I'm trying to help you, and he's just being a dick to her, and I'm like, God, he's a ruthless ass. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, all the gods are getting killed off, and then the whole Hercules thing, and um, it's just, it's awesome. It's a really fun read. Um, and James Robinson, I feel like, because before this, you know, he was on a Cable for, mm -hmm. like, four or five issues prior to this. And that was another really fun read. Like, I think James Robinson has just been on fire lately. Um, everything he writes Agreed. has been really, uh, it's been really enjoyable. Um, I think he's, I don't, I don't know. He's just been really solid lately. He's, he's mm -hmm. binding his steps. Yeah. And it's not just the writing, it's the art in it. Was oh, yeah, no, the art is, yeah, the art is gorgeous. Great fight scenes. Mm -hmm. I was a little nervous when Liam Sharp left the book, but, uh, yeah. I don't remember who the artist is on it currently, but they're, they're, there's nothing to worry. If you were worried about Liam leaving the book, you're all good. Yeah. Because uh, it was yeah. Nicholas Scott and Liam Sharp that were double duties in the you know the first part of Rebirth. And uh, I don't know. Who is it now that's on the art duty? Paggy pa um, Lion. So I know one of the guys. I think his first name. I know. Yeah, that's one guy. And then Lou Pacino's the other guy, but mm -hmm. I don't know if remember his first name. Um, but it's just switching up between them, and their art styles are like 
pretty similar, so you could barely tell the issue. It was just great the whole time. Yeah, they're, they're, you could they're, you feel um, the flow. One of the coolest lines in issue number thirty-seven came from Darkseid, and it was, "I fought planets." As soon as you put that line in there, you don't want to mess with this villain anymore. It's just like this is a whole new level. You're fighting Zeus, and he's like, "Yeah, I fought planets." <laughs> what now? <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Now I, really I loved. I loved the art for Darkseid in the last issue of the arc. Just like full on, just like trying to take him on or whatever. And he's just like, boom, huge. The detail was really cool. Yeah, I love how when he became like, I don't even know what to call it, perfect form, whatever, like fully grown, mature adult, he Mm -hmm. suddenly has like a full suit of armor. He's got the little neck armor thing too it's like okay i guess that's part of your body i mean i don't see anyone carrying armor around i know where did that on. come from <laughs> just materialize like bad guys are us. <laughs> a team runs out real fast and like places it on them like a pit crew in nascar and they run away it's <laughs> <laughs> all these parademons just flying around 3.2 seconds quick before the smoke clears from the explosion <laughs> all right drop him he's ready to go 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 <laughs> of course there's a little guido there from cars parademons <laughs> that's great oh i just wanted to bring up one more thing so the justice league shows up um you've got superman flying aquaman okay i guess he got carried by um simon baz fair enough he's not exactly as fast as everyone batman's in his plane why is the flash up there getting carried by simon baz as well like yeah. he could have ran there it just I it's just a weird little thing too. i noticed no when i saw that i was just like he could have just ran there probably faster than the time they flew there yeah, yeah. he wanted to yeah. keep he, he, he wanted to keep aquaman company that's all it was that's the twist of the arc it was flash who put the armor on Cause he's only he's the only one fast enough to do it. He's working with Darkseid. God damn. You're the reverse Flash. I should write James Robinson. You're a genius. Yeah. Shame on us. He fooled us. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is any of this continuing on into Justice League? I quit reading Justice League to be quite honest mm-hmm. with you, because Brian Hitch's Justice League was not uh, wasn't up to par. Huh? It wasn't. It wasn't good. It, it hasn't good. Yet. It hasn't yet, from what I've read. Mm. Um, Who's writing that. Justice League now? Because Brian Hitch left it, right? Christopher Just recently. Priest is writing now. That's yeah. right. That's right. I've been reading a lot of Christopher Priest stuff lately, and he knows what he's I'm, doing. I'm I'm a fan of that guy. He writes some really good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm reading a lot of his older stuff. I can't speak for some of his modern stuff, but his older stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, one of the cool things about reading comics is when you see like ads for other comics that are coming up from that publisher yeah. and this past month it's probably come out already in how jordan the green lantern Corps, they're fighting zod i like i need to check that out now that looks awesome so yeah i haven't read how jordan in the green lantern like 10 i'm behind like 10 issues or so and apparently i'm missing out so that's crazy because we got you hooked on that and you were like gung-ho about it you were getting mad that i wasn't caught up yeah telling us about characters we didn't know about all this crazy stuff it's pretty cool i read an orion arc what was it dragstar was that his name dragstar dexstar dexstar yeah he wouldn't have known had he not read hal jordan the green lantern (laughs) he never would have known that he's popped in it once or twice Mm. 
There you go. Now. He's sitting there all stoned. What is this cat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like spitting blood and shit, man. <laughs> all right. So moving on so we won't beat this dead horse forever. What else have you guys been reading this week? Um, I caught up with Cable, Venom, oh, and um, Weapon X. And I am surprised that none of y'all are reading Weapon X. Like, no. I haven't been excited about a comic, like, story, like, from Marvel, like, just randomly like this in a while. But this Sunset last... Hyperion. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> those, but, I miss no. those Carney stories. <laughs> yeah, right? But yeah. no, um, I know who... Y'all know who uh, Nuke is. The guy with the uh, flag mm-hmm. on his the face flag. or whatever. Patriot. Yeah. Patriot. yeah. And um, he's back in this new arc, but it's like an army of nukes. I don't know how to describe it. He but was well. He they was take a that weapon. pill and they become yeah. They take like the red pill or the blue pill, right? Or, whatever or the white pill to yeah. neutralize. And yeah. Um, yeah, no, they had original nuke locked up in a prison at this like nuke base or whatever. That um, I think it was like some country in South America was using to try and like uh, eradicate mutants, hmm. like in villages and stuff in uh, the remote jungle areas. Mm-hmm. and uh it's just crazy like big guns explosions like nice. it is just like a, a madness it's like so much action in the comic and i haven't seen that in a while but all the art styles and everything it reminds me Dude, of the like cover is sick as fuck yeah the cover is really cool the art is really cool in it too and the team is like um that's a really good saber uh old man logan um lady death strike uh, uh what is it domino and then what is it the warpath, uh, warpath. and then uh nuke was helping them out for this last issue but then stuff That's happens cool. yeah it's crazy how much stuff is going on in it right now and uh but it, it felt like an old wolverine issue with the old the amount of like action and stuff just happening in it and Dude, this is like an x-force team like they're yeah, wearing like the black and white yeah. X-Force stuff. Oh yeah, and X-23's in there too. All right, man. So Greg Pack's right. Has he been writing all 12 issues or did he yeah. just recently? No, he's been on it. Okay. So I do like I didn't realize he was writing it. I do like Greg Pack. Um he did some really cool stuff with Hulk. Um so are are you telling me right now cuz you know I'm on a mutant kick? Are you telling me I need to read these 12 issues? Yeah, and then you'll learn about Weapon H, too, which he ran away, and he's about to get his own series now. <laughs> he ran away from home. <laughs> he ran off. Like, old man Logan convinced him <laughs> to, like, chill, and he was like, I just don't want them to kill my family, and he hopped off somewhere. Hulk's just like, okay. <laughs> it was ridiculous. You know, because he, like, none of them were going to beat him. And it was, even Logan was just sitting there and he's like, there's no way that I could fight this guy and fight this guy and fight this guy, but I'm not going to beat him. So, yeah. All right. So you're telling me I need to go on a Weapon X binge. Yes. All right. I'll really do it good. for you. If you're wrong, I'm going to be pissed, but I'll do it for you. I like it. No, I, I like it a lot. And like I said, all those covers are so dope. They're yeah, the all really good. Look, the covers do look really nice. And the interior I'm... art's pretty good, too. And, uh, you know, a lot of, you'll see a lot of cool older stuff, but you should definitely try it out. But, uh, another thing, no, like I said, I, I, fi- I did, uh, cable, cable's still fun. 
There's Cable's a- great, dude. I just read that one last night. I'm caught up on Cable now. I love it. Cable is fantastic. This arc is I like I love James Ro- James Robinson stuff, but this new arc is like ten times better in my opinion. Like it's so much more fun and in depth and story. Like I uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is such a fun book. It's a lot of D-list and C-list um, mutant characters from the 90s that you haven't seen in forever, really. It's the externals. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I, I like it a lot. I'm with you on cable. Yeah, and then uh, Nova, you need to catch up on Venom. That was the other one that I uh, read. Venom, uh, the yeah. Venom arc just ended. Yeah, did you and, read and all Nova. of Venom Inc.? Yeah, yeah. You read the entire Venom Inc. thing then, so yes. far? Yes. I didn't yes. know you were caught up on all that. <laughs> Yeah, I read all the Venom issues. I've read all the ASM issues. I've okay. read, yeah, I've read it all. Yeah, so you thought the new team was pretty damn cool then, didn't you? Where it was like Black Cat, uh, Agent Anti Venom, uh, Ven- Eddie Brock Agent Venom. Agent Anti Venom is sick. Yeah, Agent I love Anti Venom Agent is so An- cool. Yeah, I love Agent Anti Venom. Um, and of course, I love Eddie Brock Venom just in general. Um, Depending on what book it is, the art's kind of hit and miss for me. But uh, that aside, the story's fun. Yep. And now they're about to do this whole thing with Venom um, and the Mutants. And it's going to be called Poison X. Oh. And it's going to be a team up between um, X-Men Blue and uh, Eddie Brock Venom. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Venom's, Venom's been good too. Yep, I've been I'm enjoying with you on it. Venom. I'm with you on Venom. Yeah, I need to catch up on that. No doubt. Uh, did anybody else read... What did I read this week? Midnight Suns. Have you guys been reading Midnight Suns? Mm-mm. No. It's only... A, it's gonna it's, Issue 4 just dropped. It's only going to be a five-issue thing. Um, but Issue 4 just dropped. It's good. It's Damon Hellstrom. It's uh, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Blade. Uh, I mean... Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I feel like uh, Mania from the Venom series would be a good addition to that group. I was actually thinking about that as I was reading Venom. And mm-hmm. I was like, she seems like she'd be a... So yeah, no, but that one, Rise of the Midnight Suns is pretty... Or Midnight Suns or whatever, that one's pretty good. <laughs> um, the other thing I read this week was uh, all 12 issues. I got the hardcover of uh, Marvel's... the uh, Tom King's The Vision. Um holy buckets it's really good huh uh, oh it's phenomenal man it's it's for me i don't think i would have enjoyed it how i read it month to month because i feel like i, I would have lost some of its luster for me kind of like having to wait that long for another issue but for me personally when you can just binge all 12 issues in like 90 minutes and just oh my god dude that book will make you laugh cry jump for joy be like what the fuck yeah it's download it's like creepy sometimes too just very very creepy i I haven't had a book make me feel that creeped out in a long time yeah it's it's fantastic i'm not even that big of a vision as a character fan but that book is so good it's like it's a really unexpected take on vision like it's not a typical superhero book whatever you think it's going to be you probably have you're probably not even close to what the book actually is. Um, it's super weird, and, and Tom King's just awesome. Um, the dude who did artwork, I think he was uh, Gabriel... Uh, Gabriel Walta. H. Walta. H. Walta, that's it. 
Hernandez Walta, yeah. He's um he's great and he was like a perfect match for the book. I really dug his yeah. argument. And Jordy Belair did all the coloring. Of course she is uh she's all over the place, man. She's mm-hmm. she's like the master colorist. Yeah, so then currently I'm now reading uh Deadpool Classic. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Christopher Priest, Gail Simone. It's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Gotta ask my yeah. valiant guys over there. Have any of you been reading? Uh, oh no, I've been reading a lot of Valiant. N- uh, Ninja K. Yes. yes. Oh, isn't that oh, awesome? Next so issue comes good. out in like I think another week or two. Christos oh, okay. Gage oh. is killing oh, it god. right now on Ninja K. Oh Speak- my god, it's so good. Speaking of Ninja Ninja K and Ninjak in general, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. Valiant Universe. Universe. Yes, I, I, have, I haven't gotten around to it. I'm dying to pick it up. Nope. So much fun. So much fun. Yes, sir. I'm excited about that one. The only current Valiant that I'm not current on, because I read Quantum and Woody mm-hmm. as well. Um, another mm-hmm. really emotional ride, and just in that one issue. Um, so the only ones that I'm not currently caught up in is Harbinger Renegade and uh, uh, Exo Man of War. And I think I'm a issue or two behind on uh, Bloodshot Salvation. So, oh, that's another great I mean, one. I, I love oh. I'm, I what number are they on on that now? Which one? Five or six uh, yeah, on Bloodshot. Five. Five came out on the te- on the tenth, so it's uh, okay. I just I just read or I just finished all three issues of uh, Eternity. I just finished that one. That one's really good too. Exo, I th- that was issue ten. I think was the last one that came out. Memory serves. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait for more. Yeah. Eleven starts off a new arc mm-hmm. for Exo Man of War. Very excited for that. Um, yeah. So it. when is the last issue of Invincible coming out, Red? Isn't it like... This is the next week or two. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see if I can... Okay, I didn't realize it was that close. I thought it was going to be like a month from now or something. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Are you caught up yet, Nova? Nope. I'm going to wait for the... Uh... The third compendium to come out, which is like those thick trade paper, the very thick ass books. Um, it's already on Amazon, so I mean, it'll be coming out soon, and that's how I'll finish it off. Speaking of Amazon, I'm but waiting I mean, uh, for that uh, Action Comics 1000 to come out. I got it pre ordered. I'm really looking forward to reading that one. Yeah, that would be gonna, fun. That's gonna have that's gonna have the first Brian Michael Bendis DC story in mm-hmm. it. So, isn't the cover with Jim Lee too? Mm. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be Multiple. dozens of covers. Yeah. Just like... But I thought there was a Jim Lee cover for it. No. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But there's also supposed to be a, a previously unreleased issue from the 40s or 50s or something like that, too, within it as well. So the, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's another thing I'm really looking forward to. See, He's getting his underwear back, right? It looks that way in the in the promotional images they've put up. Mm-hmm. The only it might just yeah I don't know it might just be like a oh this happened you know back back when I uh, still wore underwear. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it, and I mean this is a problem people didn't really talk about, but it was like one of the biggest selling points with Rebirth. This whole thing about every issue is going to be two ninety nine, which I mean it sounded too good to be true. This number one thousand is going to be eight dollars. Eight dollars for 80 pages yeah, it's a, yeah exactly oh. it's a big issue and i thought it was like issue. regular 23 i was about to be like oh my god and it's hard oh, no, and no, it's no. hardback too from memory serves They're the one doing... on m 
the one on Amazon, they're, I think, is different than the actual. Correct. They're actually after further research, they're doing two different things. They're releasing like a regular floppy, eighty page or whatever it was. Um, the one that everybody's gonna want, basically, and then the hardcover one is gonna be like a two hundred page thing. It's almost like a companion mm-hmm. piece, I guess you could say. It's supposed to be like a the like the last eighty years of Superman. Yeah, that's the one I pre-ordered. It's basically, kind of what it is. Yeah, yeah. That, it's almost four hundred pages. Wow. That should be a nice uh, little hardcover there. Yeah, it's sort of like a, com- a a companion piece, I guess you could say, to the floppy and just the history of soups and whatnot. Um, and they're bringing back the red tights mm-hmm. for Action Comics One Thousand. Okay, yeah, and so he so they're doing uh, eight variants for each decade of uh, Superman. Oh. So the thirties one is being drawn by Steve Rude. Forties uh, is by Michael Cho. Dave Gibbons is doing the 1950s. Michael Allred's doing 1960s. Oh, Jim cool. Steranko's Jim Steranko's doing the 70s cover. Joshua Middleton's doing the 80s cover. Dan Jurgens 90s, and then Lieber Mayho the 2000s. That's hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, that is. Um, nice Dave Gibbons action comics cover. Same guy who did uh, Watchmen. For those of you that don't know, that's cool. I want um, that one, and I want the Mike Allred one, and I want the Cho one. Steranko one. The Steranko one. Steranko one. Yeah. yeah. He's always got good colors, so I'm very excited to see what that looks like. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Think those cut those these are things to pick up and get because it's going to increase in value or not? Yeah. Well, here's the the variants most definitely. Yeah. Um, just the regular everyday Action Comics 1000. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is, is that everybody's expecting it, so they're going to print a shit ton of yep. them. Yep. And then it's not going to really amount as much. It's like the Death of Superman um, issues in the poly bags, where correct, everybody had to get correct. one. To this day, people are still like, it's going to be worth a million dollars one day. I'll just keep it in the attic. You know. Correct. Now, the thing is, is that it's still going to be a historic moment, no matter what cover you yeah, get. Right. Um, yeah. So if you're not just trying to get it to make a quick buck... Um, you. Sh- I think it's honestly one of those things where I feel like almost every comic collector, especially if you're a fan of soups, mm-hmm. should have. No brainer. Um, yeah. just because it's it's gonna be such a historic piece of history. A thousand, um, but, a thousand, like that's yeah, insane. Yeah. A thousand issues but, of a series. But for those that want to make the quick buck or get something that's gonna retain mm-hmm. value, um, I'm sure some of those variants are gonna be yeah. pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. Think the think the hardcover will be one that will uh, go out of print. Hard to say, honestly, because for instance, there's a there's a the Dan Jurgens omnibus, the Death and Return of mm-hmm. Superman. Um, they've printed it once, and then they printed a, a better version of it, like with more content and whatnot. And that book was like available for forever. Mm. Like nobody thought that that book was going out of print anytime soon, especially me. <laughs> um, I go to pick up said book and all of a sudden it's now out of print. Like it went out of print, like without it, nobody even knew it was going out of print. I don't think like it, it was just one of those things where it just magically kind of dried up and went away and people were like, Oh crap. I was really wanting that book and I waited way too long to try to get it. And now it's out of print. So, yeah. Um, the thing I've been thinking about, can you guys imagine the pressure that anyone working on this book must feel like you're whatever you do whatever you draw or write is going to be in action comics mm. number 1000 scrutinized or praised 
can you imagine it? like there's no way there can be any typos or, or any, like this this just has to be uh, i i wouldn't be able to do anything with it they said write in action comics number 1000 not that they ever would but they'd be like yeah no can't do that i'm uh interested to see what bendis does with superman you know he's not always the uh the the, the hottest writer right now um but you never know maybe moving to dc will get his uh creative spark going again yeah. You'll stop bringing characters from the past into the present. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we shall see. It should be interesting. Do you have plan on reading it at all there, uh, Alex? Um, I want to read um, the action comics stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, it's not a high priority to me. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. I, know. I think it's exciting I... all in its own just because it's like one of those, like, milestone things, you know. See, I never was a big Superman fan until Rebirth. Rebirth, and then I went back and read some New 52, and I kind of enjoyed it, but Rebirth is what made me a Superman mm-hmm. fan. Um, between Action Comics, which is so good, um, and then the Superman title as well, which is also really good. Um, yeah, man. Try if you're, if you're not a fan of Supes, try... And then I read John Byrne's Superman. I was Superman, just going to say. And... <laughs> like i haven't read it all yet i have i have them all i just haven't read them all um but i've read a good chunk of it and so incredibly good like if you're not a superman fan but you've always been kind of intrigued by the character and you're like eh, i don't know they never I'm, I'm intrigued but he never really dude go read either the rebirth or the 80s john byrne you will be like this is amazing mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Yeah, John Burns the man. Yep, that he is. A lot of great stuff he does out there. All right. So, uh, anything else that uh, you guys been reading? I'm trying to think. Um, I've been still reading my uh, Shang Chi Master of Kung Fu. A lot of fun with uh, with that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I read a whole bunch of Batman. I read uh, Hush and showed. Just kept showing Jim Lee's awesome art. And then Alex is like, yeah, I need to read Batman Hush. (laughs) Yeah, I've been wanting to read Hush for a while, but I haven't really just sat down and made it happen. You know what I mean? Highly recommend it. And then Under the Red Hood, Mm -hmm. also fantastic. Uh, That book doesn't get enough love, I don't think. It's it's mostly because once you find out who the... Same with Hush. Once you know who the villain is, it's sort of like... I don't know if I'll ever reread this thing because the whole mystery is gone. Yeah. Yep, I've um, just started picking up again reading amazing spider-man uh but back in the gang war uh so 280 to like 289 ish mm-hmm. right before uh craven's last hunt and i'm on like issue 288 now i think or 289 so i'm only like an issue or two away from the uh finale of it i might actually be on the finale issue right now and then i think immediately after this is craven's last hunt and what will be crazy is once I finish these last few issues is I'll have read all of Amazing Spider-Man from 251 until 300. So, and I feel accomplished with that because you know me, I don't read a whole lot of one series just mm-hmm. in a flat out row like that. But I'm excited. I'm ex- I mean, it's been cool. Um, I like the Ron Friends part, but I'm past the Ron Friends era now. Mm-hmm. And it's like the in-between. Eric Larson was on this issue right before, I guess, Todd. It's kind of weird because it said, and uh, assistant pencils from Eric Larson. But this is before Todd McFarlane came on the book. 
So I guess technically Eric Larson got to do Spider-Man before Todd did, even though he took up the duties for him after Todd left. Mm -hmm. It was cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So besides uh, the stuff we've been talking about, is there anything new that you guys have been uh, reading or anything else that come out this week that you guys want to talk about? We got to talk about um, the Promethea deal. So basically what's happening is um, Alan Moore and J.H. Williams III created this character named Promethea um, back when it was, I think, Wildstorm Comics and then ABC Comics, which is like what what Alan Moore uses for his books, uh, picked up the rights. But not the rights, but the right to publish, I guess. And um, they're just putting her into JLA and J.H. Uh, Williams III posted about it. And he's like, I don't think Alan Moore even knows this is happening. I don't think they asked him or told him. It doesn't really make sense. She's a very weird character to just throw into the DC universe. Um, and he's not happy about it at all. He doesn't support it at all. Mm. Um, which I get. It was. It's a really good story. If you've never read Promethea, you should. J.H. Williams III, his artwork is phenomenal in it. Um, and it's a story that doesn't really make sense in the DC universe. So I'm wondering if they're just going to be bringing... Like, are we going to see the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen show up in, D- in the DC universe? Like, what's next? Who's going to... Tom Strong? <laughs> uh it's just weird. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it, but um, that's happening. So if you uh, really dug Promethea and want to give it a shot, it'll be JLA number 24. I think that drops February 13th or 14th, whichever one of those is a Wednesday. So stay tuned for that, I guess. A few you weeks better out. get ready for new Sandman issues. Oh, yeah. Sandman's been, uh, he, he showed up in Dark Knights as well. No snap. Yeah, Morpheus was in there. Um but he's been, I think even Alan Moore used him in, in the DC universe. Like he hooked up with uh, uh, Constantine and I think, yeah, a few characters like that. Um, but it's weird. Uh, I wonder what Alan Moore has to say about this whole Prometheus thing. I'd be very excited to see what yeah, his reaction Williams is. wasn't very happy. No. What if it's some big like conspiracy thing to bring him back and be like, boom, he's doing a new series? Nope. I yeah. it's hopeful wishing, right? Yeah. Very. Yeah. So, Avengers No Surrender is the new arc from Avengers 676, I want to say it was. Is it 676? Yeah, 676. Where they bring in this new character named Voyager, who apparently is not a new character. She's a forgotten character. Um, sort of like Sentry was when they introduced him some years back. And uh, she was actually one of the original Avengers. She was a Stanley creation that was forgotten. And now all of a sudden she's back and everybody's like, oh yeah, well, I remember you and da-da-da. So that's caused a big, a big uh, hubble-de-guff in the world hubble de guff hubble guff in the world of, in the world hey. of comics. Hubble D. Guff uh-huh. was used when they originally created language. It was just forgotten about <laughs> until now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's good. So, so yeah, it was. Uh, it's this big thing. And initially, and even still, I'm, I'm a little skeptical. I haven't read it yet. I'm not going to lie. I have not read it yet. But I'm a little skeptical because I just, I don't know how I feel. Because they, they kind of, from the, the still shots I saw and some of the art, like they kind of, interjected her into some classic Avengers artwork that like you know from the 60s yeah. and it's yeah. and it's kind of seems 
I don't want to say disrespectful because you are correct. It is Mark Wade that is writing it. So I don't <laughs> think it's disrespectful by any means, but at the same time, it's sort of, is it sacrilege? I don't know. Like it's, I don't know. I guess I'll have to see how it plays yeah, out. I'll have to read exactly. it for myself and not just jump on the hater bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How dare which is what you, I was, right? Which is initially what I was going to do. Cause I just thought the, just the premise of it to me, honestly, it sounds dumb, but I haven't read it. I don't know. I can't speak on it, but it is big news this week in the world of Marvel. And, uh, so now knowing that, and I wasn't going to read it, but knowing now that it's Mark Wade, I have to read it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to ask then on the sacrilege scale for you, is it like they put someone like say that they went back and redid the origin of Batman's parents dying. And they said, this character was hiding behind a trash can in the alley that night. Is it on that level of sacrilege? Or I don't know. I haven't read it yet. No, I'm just okay. talking about what I've seen in the art from pages. What you, no, like, but I want your expectations is what I mean. Oh, I don't know, man. They, From what I understand, they took some class... From what I've seen, they took some like classic... like The cover panel, of Avengers like, <laughs> number one mm-hmm. is like pretty much redone as well. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. with a new yeah it's, it's, it's a rehash for sure, and I don't know how I feel about no, we'll it. See. We'll, we'll see. We'll we see. have to read it, and we'll follow yeah. up here on uh, the podcast, and hopefully it will pan out. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I think yeah. uh, we'll go ahead and round up uh, our podcast with this today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, stay tuned. We should have something exciting for you next week. Until then, this is Far Guys in a Comic. Bye. Ciao.